Welcome to Horrorscape. I'm Luke. I'm Ricky. And I'm Rebecca. Uh, hey everybody, thanks for tuning back in on this uh, episode here. We're going to be taking a look at, finally, Evil Dead. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. Your girlfriend, you take care of her. travel to a cabin in the woods where they unknowingly release flesh-possessing demons. Technically, Pandarian demons. I stuck that in there. (laughs) Yes. The Deadites. This is my special birthday episode, which is actually happening on Luke's actual birthday. Because we we messed up timing and weren't able to do it when we originally planned to do it, and but I mean, I know Luke loves this one, so oh, at least, this one so yeah, very obviously. So at least, at least we got that going for us. Um, yeah, we could reminisce. Luke and I could reminisce on the time on the encounter we had with Bruce Campbell. Yes, which I do we had often. An encounter <laughs> My encounter with him was pretty neat. Yeah, but ours was together. Oh, okay. <laughs> You were we like shared a special experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just decided to drive to Kentucky. <laughs> just up and decided to drive to Kentucky. What? A, yeah, what a, a long and wholesome drive. <laughs> Very then... wholesome drive. We actually listened to we listened to a podcast episode about the oh, Evil Dead. Oh yeah, we did on our way. It's, you showed uh, me so many podcasts on that trip. <laughs> That this was before one, there was a podcast too. <laughs> yeah, we we hadn't even started this yet. Y'all hadn't started this because no, I yeah, we this late. But I, we were listening to the. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and do a plug. We were listening to the Faculty of Horror episode mm, on the Evil yeah. Dead, and I actually haven't checked back in with them in a while, and I probably should because I really enjoy I their been, show. Yeah, Speaking I listen to of, it a uh, lot. That was a but, good episode. Yeah. 
I like the, the I think there's a wide range of folks on there from around the regions, but there's one called the Hysteria Continues. It's a good It's a good uh, podcast. We should on just we should movies. do we should make sure at some point we give our recommendations for like other horror podcasts. Yeah. yeah that would yeah. be a good idea. So note note to do that mm-hmm. at some point. Yep. Um Oh, but for this now, is about, yeah, hate, this is about the Evil Dead. <laughs> we hate movies. That's a that's a good one. That's definitely and a good one. Rebecca showed me that. to them on that same trip. Yeah, I get. <laughs> I they're the they're the only people right now who I listen to like really consistently. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> yeah, because so. they make me forget about <laughs> how well, sad life is. <laughs> also, sometimes I just go and I listen. Like I go to YouTube and I just straight up listen to their spooktacular theme. Like I just like not even an episode. I just seek out the spook like the special spooktacular theme and I listen to it. <laughs> um it's so awesome. So props to them. But anyway, yes. this is about the Evil Dead. It is. 1981, right? It, this one was 81. Yes. Yes. Um, and when, then no, we are not doing the the 2013 remake. Man, is it that It was is 2013. Right? It was that yeah. long ago. Yeah, I know. It was that long ago. I like that one personally. I do too. I personally like it. Too. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the best remake of a movie I really, really love that I've I ever would agree. seen. Because they always let you down. Fuck you, RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, and, and fuck Total Recall remake. Yes. <laughs> Two of my oh. favorite movies, Paul Verhoeven movie. Yes. Fucked him up. We had a we had a nice uh, Bruce Campbell cameo in that. Evil Dead remake, right? Right at the very end. Oh yeah, little... the, which. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got like a little uh, like stinger thing, but well, it groovy. was groovy. Yeah, yeah which then led into Ash versus the Evil Dead. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah. yeah, I was gonna make sure. I know I've mentioned that series before on here, like recently, yeah. but I was gonna have to make absolutely sure that before this episode was over, we said, please, please pick up Ash versus Evil Dead. It's on it's Netflix. On Netflix. It's on yeah. Come so on, you stinkers. Come on, stinkers. <laughs> Join us. Join us. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I don't know. Okay, so one thing that especially sticks out to me about this that I just absolutely love is I love really good low-budget movies. Yeah, and yeah. seeing is... how it's operating and just, it's so admirable, and this is definitely a This is like the Cadillac movie. of yeah. low-budget horror that just... Yeah. I'm obsessed. I don't use that word lightly. I don't like to use that word because I feel like it's overused in today's society, but I'm obsessed with this movie. Yeah. I really, truly am. I am possessed by this movie. <laughs> yeah, the um, the low-budgetness of the movie, you know, it, it definitely has its charm uh, to it. it, it... Well, and but especially... Man, there's some... There's some... There's some rough looking scenes though. You have to at least say that. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, absolutely. there's some rough scenes. But man, it, it's, <laughs> even with the rough stuff, like it's still like as that charm and right. Well, I think that's what it is. Whether it's a nostalgic thing or <laughs> or if it is just like the way he the the movie's executed, still like just keeps it kind of tight. To me, it's the pure like I feel like the same type of scenes that are that rough in another movie would probably get to me a lot more than yeah. these do i think it's just like there's something about just like the pure 
craziness and enthusiasm that you can yeah. feel coming mm. from the people who are making this that just like I just don't care like yeah. I you know like I'm just not I'm not sitting there thinking like oh this this could have been done better I just you know I know what the circumstances were and it's just like pure unbridled chaos and well, there's some scenes that are like really well done like there's some scenes especially when uh i believe her name is cheryl is it, she's mm -hmm. the one locked in the the basement area yeah and her face in there there's some scenes where it just looks like so good like the makeup mm -hmm. and the effects yeah. are so good and then there's like two scenes later it looks like total fucking garbage like the same <laughs> face and i'm like man like i get it but <laughs> yeah what do you think I... about the one part where like scott is beating her into the basement first time and it's like clearly a Puppet. Like a puppet, yeah. Like that's what I mean. He's <laughs> just popping in the head. One thing I have to, yeah. One thing I have to say is with this, like Sam Raimi could not give less of a shit about continuity in this right. movie. Oh, yeah. There, like, there's, there's, you, if you're Scotty's really haircut scene, like, yeah, like it just can't. Yeah, there's no, and I feel like that the that issue is is what feeds into that. Just. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, you got Bruce being dumped on by, like, gallons of blood from the yeah. neck of his previous girlfriend, and then in yeah. the next scene, he, like, bursts back into the cabin and it's, like, miraculously gone. Yeah, it's all clean. From his face. Yeah. But it's, I, you know, I mean, I know I know what the conditions were. Like, I can listen to Bruce Campbell's, like, stupid little wonderful autobiography like, um, on audiobook because you have to do it because he narrates it and oh, he nice. like he just like adds little asides because I know this because I have the book version but I also listened to the audio version and he just like randomly sticks little asides in the audio version he just like hmm. says things and adds stuff I guess you kind of have to when it's like your actual life and then it's just like oh wait there's this thing I forgot. That yeah, like, yeah, because... It, right now, okay. Yeah, because it was written before, you know, a while before he's narrating it. So, yeah, it's a... Of course, he probably has to do that. But um, it's just, like, the conditions under which this film was made. Like, just with the... Just the whole thing with, like, Bruce Campbell's shirt. How it just <clears throat> kind of, like, turned to concrete because it was just covered in so much fake blood mm -hmm. and it just like broke into pieces and they just like could not use the shirt anymore like you just have to get a new shirt was and... it the same shirt the whole time no no it, no, it i mean they definitely it could not be that was the thing is like i think he tried i think i read that he like tried to sleep in it so he wouldn't have to change it this was like a really dirty ass production <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like they're throwing so much fake blood all over the place they're out in this cabin in the woods were they actually they're... staying in the cabin yes they were sleeping there. that's fucking crazy yeah this production was wild was and dumb. so it was like nasty and dirty and he's like trying to sleep in that shirt so they don't have to like you know, uh, the plan is to not have to worry so much about continuity because you're staying in the and and they just like couldn't physically peel it off him without completely ruining the shirt to the point where eventually he did have to do another shirt because 
I mean, it just like fell to pieces. It was so yeah. gross. <laughs> They're all pitched in right into town. Yeah, we need another blue shirt <laughs> immediately. Give him your weirdest looking blue shirt. <laughs> have a bunch of blood on, it anyways. I mean, that's what I did for Halloween when I dressed as Ash. I just like got a blue shirt from Goodwill and I just dumped, I just dumped fake <laughs> blood on it. And then I, you know, and then I had to throw it away after, like right yeah. when the night was over because what you can't, what else you, you just can't. Do with it? You can't. I mean, unless you want to dress up as Ash again, there's no, yeah, there's no way. And then it has the same effect. It just kind of dries up and stiffens, and then, yeah, there's no point. But, I mean, part of the fun, like, with all these crazy, I guess it's, I have a thing for Sam Raimi, too, and everybody who knows me knows that. Um, Because I also am the one who picked Drag Me to Hell months and months ago. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because I I would try to talk about him whenever I can. Just like I I'm so into his camera moves. They're just so iconic. I was hoping you you bring know. That up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're so iconic. Just the he. There's like no rules to it, and I just I love it. I love that it's just kind of unhinged. Um. And there, when you like close-ups of bruce campbell just losing his mind it's like I'm yeah and i mean now. that's what makes me that's also what brings me so much joy like when i watch other sam raimi movies particularly spider-man um when he's not doing horror but you can still you still get those shots here and there and it just like gives me this super geeky thrill when i see that camera that type of camera move happen in a non-horror film that he's doing. And I'm just like pointing, I'm doing like that Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio meme where I'm just like pointing at the screen and I'm, oh! like, <laughs> I'm like, that's it. That's the move. And anyone I'm watching it with is like, you're so fucking weird. But um, yeah, you I know, don't know. There's, a, there's you're, I just remember it as something about evil dead that also reminds me of Spider-Man. Remember how in Spider-Man, Willem Dafoe is taught. Ricky, you don't give a shit. I, I no, know, I don't right? know. I get I've it. never seen Spider-Man, he, so I can't. <laughs> so that's why I'm talking directly to Rebecca. Yeah, this uh, is just a me and Luke conversation <laughs> right now. Bear with us. <laughs> uh, where he, majority of the movie, he gets that split personality thing, and he's talking to himself in the mirror. Yeah. That yeah, happens we're... in Evil Dead 1 and into yeah well that's one of my favorite you're not looking favorite so shots. good pal <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite favorite shots is the so mirror good. thing um which to me like really stands out in such a low budget movie i don't you know i'm just like struck with that effect and it works so well it works Wait, really well the you're not looking so good pal is actually in evil dead 2 the first yeah. one the mirror gag the first is one with the it's with the, the water. Hand, like the water, yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about right now, okay. is when he reaches into the mirror. Um, you know, when you're watching something as low budget as this, and you're watching them just fling themselves all over the place, it's like you get flashes like that where you're like, huh, very nice. Yeah, that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier. Is like There are some scenes that are just like perfectly done. I don't care how much money you could throw at it, it wouldn't look any better. And then there's... Like, some scenes where they might as well, like, I, w I would have to say the one that actually, none of them really bother me just because the movie is so fun. But mm -hmm. the one that I was like, you could cut that out and it would just, it would just, you don't need it, 
is like the the weird like overhead today we would call it like a drone shot the one that's like super overhead uh, mm-hmm. like above the cabin uh, after I think it's after he buries oh Linda. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Um, Man, oh, that oh, looks yeah, fucking it looks, awful. Yeah, the quality is just really bad. All of us, like worse than the rest of the movie. And it's like a straight mannequin head, like not even. Yeah, her body like... is there, but it's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can tell. For sure. But and I will say, you know, somebody climbed a tree, and they're like, "Dude, I climbed the tree all the way up there to get that shot." <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll put and I'll, it in there. I'll make a solid recommendation here for people that are going to watch this again, because I'm just going to assume everybody's seen it because they should have, and would mm-hmm. be should be ashamed if they have not. But you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, but do yourself a favor. Buy the DVD copy and never, ever, ever go up any higher in resolution than that. Because this thing, some like, films are not meant to be. <laughs> some films are not meant to be watched in high res. Yes, and this, this is one of them. This in HD is no bueno. Is mm-hmm. I'd say this else. and Twenty Eight Days Later should not. You don't need to find yeah. a high quality version of. Them oh, that's right. That's what we were. Ta- <laughs> we we did talk about that. Yeah, this so, one. Uh, this one actually like. The, it's not the clarity that's the problem with this one as far as like the HD portion of it goes. It's it's just like some of the bad effects a... like stick out so much more. Uh, yeah, like, they, like there's the scene where he shoots Cheryl in the neck and you can just clearly see <laughs> the blood tube that's just spitting out. I just try to see that and it's like she just had an enlarged vein in her artery. Well, I mean, not only that, just see this. I'm just calling it an artery. Just, it's just yeah. fun. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. So yeah, you're even if you That's, do see something yeah. like that, who cares? Like, they, like this... a, any low budget filmmaker, you know, or, or somebody who is interested in that, like this is definitely on that list to watch. Like, you can even see how they do most of the effects and be like, yeah. oh, that's really interesting. I love that. Yeah. I, <laughs> like the uh, a lot of the there's so... like stop motion in this as well, and yeah. I love how he, he shoots it with, uh, and this is another kind of wonky too, with the the real footage and then put the stop motion footage in mixed together though. But you can see the screen tilt a little bit and they like separate sometimes <laughs> from the effect. Yeah. But it's so cool. It's it, I love it. Yeah. Sorry, Rebecca. Oh yeah, I was I was going to talk about how even when you can tell exactly how something is being done, like that's part of the fun of it. Um, I'm thinking in particular, like, uh, all the limbs on the floor where, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, that they just have them like sticking through holes in the floor yeah. and they're just like wiggling them around. But it's fun to think about how they're doing that. Just like imagining the actors just kind of like under the floor, just like waving their limbs around as if, <laughs> as if they've been cut off. I think I saw when I, I think. When I was reading the the physical copy of Bruce Campbell's uh, book, he had like a drawn diagram of that setup. He had oh, wow. a diagram of that setup, and he had a diagram of the setup where Cheryl is like um, like harnessed to the thing that makes her float in the window. Oh, oh yeah. After yeah. he predicts, gets psychic powers and predicts <laughs> all of the cards. Yeah, it just. Um, it's super cool. I, I I guess I would have to go ahead right now and recommend Bruce Campbell's autobiography. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it's from back in like 2001. Um, and he's released another book since then. That's actually the one that uh, Luke and I went to the release for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the first one is If Chins Could Kill. Yes. And it's a lot of fun. He's hilarious. He's so funny. We already know he's funny, but he writes exactly like he talks. So yeah. highly right. recommend. And it's got some great pictures and like diagrams. When you get to the Evil Dead part of, of the book, it's got some really cool diagrams of like how they did a lot of the different shots and effects in this movie. It's a it's lot. It's like of fun. this guy knows exactly what his fans want. Yeah. And <laughs> speaking speaking of him, fan. this he is also integral to the success of this movie. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like uh, you yeah. cannot it's it's most to me it's like if this is a boring ash like who the fuck cares? Well, you got to but... think Evil Dead Two was pretty much just. I mean, that was all him. The Bruce all. Well, Campbell yeah, show. what because because <laughs> yeah. like they realized what they had, yeah. what they had in him, and that he pretty much carries the whole. And it's his face. <laughs> it's his. It's largely his face. It's just yeah. his face. It's so. It's the face and the attitude. Yeah, yeah well, it, it, his, the his attitude expressions are amazing. Yeah, it's so cartoonish, and it's so just the way his face is made, and the expressions that he makes. Like you can't, you can't get anything quite like that. I don't think with using anyone else. And yeah. like this is just this is just Sam Raimi's like best friend from high school or whatever too. <laughs> like you know he it. was. <laughs> yeah, he like like Bruce was out there like attempting to be in like local theater productions and stuff and like auditioning for local commercials, but like this is it. This is him trying to be an actor. And like, you know, there's no question that he's definitely like a first-time actor when you watch this. It's oh, we're not yeah. yeah, we're not talking about like He's so not much winning acting any awards chops. On this one. Exactly. We're not talking about like acting chops. We're talking about just like how his face is made, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how his face is put together, and then how he uses his face. Well, this has like, the it's... same effect to it that something like um, I would compare it a lot to the the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, where it's it gets the more it goes on, the zanier it gets. But yeah, it's, it's all due to you know you have that one centralized person. Like there, there will never be another Ash. Just like there will never. They've tried, but you know there will never be another Freddy Krueger. And uh, right, I heard right. Kevin Bacon might play him in the remake. Yeah, like I said, oh my God. <laughs> like I said, there'll never be another one. But anyway, like yeah, I this, see what you're saying though. This gets a little zany as it goes along too, so it's a lot, lot very similar to that. But um, yeah, but man, it's a kind and, of franchise that evolves with its main yeah. character. And just like, in, in my opinion, just like the first Nightmare on Elm Street and this movie, there's some like in this first evil dead there's some like really scary scenes in it like some actually legitimately scary first time i watched it it really kind of actually creeped me out yeah it's scary when cheryl was like locked in the the um the basement there that that was a pretty scary scenes there for a little while she's like pushing up the yeah when she's just yeah when she's getting all excited pushing up the door and stuff like that like that's pretty pretty terrifying you know yeah just yeah, the when image her... of something banging out, come, trying to get out of your your basement. Yeah, like, just that alone is. And when her makeup is good, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When yeah. her makeup is good, it's actually kind of scary. So. 
So. Yeah, it's frightening, for sure. And, and the um, same with even some of the other characters, like the the Scott or Scotty. I can't remember which one he is. Scott, yeah, Scott, Scott, like Scott Scotty, yeah. yeah. Scott. <laughs> yeah, know, he gets pretty gruesome. Yeah, 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 he does too, and it's. I don't know. Like, I always thought he weird... looks like a dog at the end. Is this like I mean, is painted black? Well, by like a certain point, they've had so much done to them, you know, like there's so much caked onto them and they've had so much splattered and splashed. It's just, yeah. I mean, it gets to be a little bit of a mess at the end, but Hmm. like a wonderful mess. I mean, let me ask you a question, though. Are we going to talk about the milk? We'll get to that. Uh, I was just going (laughs) to ask if someone was coming at you with a knife. And you had a knife. Would your first in- instinct to be, let me cut off their hand, no. or let me just stab him in the face? <laughs> yeah, that's. I thought that was a very weird, weird choice of uh, what to do. And then it's when he not... finally gets her knife, she just straight up stabs her in the back. <laughs> it's like you had a knife. If you remember, you had a knife. He needs I, I he that. needs the special. Doesn't she have the special dagger? He doesn't yeah. know what's special. He's no, just he reacting to the yeah. situation. It's fucking Scott. He's a brick. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst. Yeah. He's uh, the one who starts all this shit. Yeah. This is also another one of those situations where the movie seems like it's kind of making Scott out to be a main character or I think a protagonist like he's going to be the one that protects things because it first at altercation, like he kind of more so steps up and takes care of the situation, and Ash just kind of gets the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> but then, of course, uh, Ash turns out to be Sigourney Weaver the whole time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is one of those uh, like group, group horror teen gangs or whatever where I like most of them as people. I think yeah, I would say so. they're fine. Yeah. They're not offensive. Yeah, they're not. I, I, do I mean, say it's kind of I like how subtle it is that Cheryl is even Ash's sister. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's there, but it, you can so easily miss it and just be like, "Why is this one chick who's single with them?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's Ash's sister. Like this poor unfortunate fifth wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, poor fucking real poor unfortunate. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like Scott. Also, they kind of make her look like she might be uh, the main character earlier too, because she's initially starts seeing these things Mm -hmm. happening. Yeah, she gets that like um, she gets that establishing shot with her sketching in the in the bedroom, and she gets the she draws first possession, I guess. The first version of SpongeBob SquarePants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, it does kind of look like Doodle Bob. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Turns out, turns out, it's the Necronomicon. We're not even talking about the plot, really. I don't know. I don't even know if we need to. I mean, at this it's, point. if we have to, it's a group of friends could, in, yeah. in in cabin in woods, and uh, they get po- slowly possessed. And while we're on Cheryl, I mean, though, can we walk talk about one specific thing? We can. No. The. Where she goes to the woods. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. I thought this would come up. 
Um, it's, of it's course, got, it's got, it's, I was waiting for it to come up. up. Yeah, um, I actually think I was going to bring it up earlier when we were talking about most frightening scenes, and I was talking about how, as a woman watching this, um, yeah, this seems extremely it sucks. It it's sucks extremely uncomfortable, and I kind of hate. As at a this guy point, watching I, this, it's extremely uncomfortable. Well, yeah. well, here's here's my thing: is like, mm, this is like the I wish it wasn't in there. I don't. I think even no. Sam Raimi wishes it wasn't in there. Yeah, I think he said that. I don't think it. He. I think he did say that. I mean, I kind of. But also, they put in the it, remake. Yeah, I know. I mean, that, I that doesn't justify anything. But it's just like maybe I it don't became think, that iconic that now it's just. I don't think it's necessary. Um, but it and it doesn't. Like, it just doesn't. I know, but it doesn't age uh, very well. Um. It doesn't age very well. Of... You can do any okay. number of violent I'm things. I'm going to make a, 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 a case for, for this. The, in my opinion, one of the main points of horror in general is to push your boundaries of what you're comfortable with. If, when, it does and... that, that is, when it does that, it's succeeded its job. Like, and I get that, that sometimes it can go too far, and it, depending on what boundaries are. For some people are okay and others are not. I'm just saying, like that's that's the that's the basis of what the horror genre is. Without and that's that, perfectly there is fine. No, there is and no that's perfectly kinda... fine. But this is me saying that I could have done without it. Yeah, there's people in that, response to that that don't yeah. want it. Of course, there's uh, there's there's some people who say, you know, I couldn't deal with the amount of blood in a scene, or you know, just it, it's like yeah. that type of thing. <clears throat> I would say is my guess for people. And yes. I, I remember Having... it being a lot longer of a scene, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I guess it's just, like, me with my lady parts sitting well, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Being I mean, like... <laughs> I, imagine, I imagine myself, like... Oh, no, I don't imagine myself. I'm just saying... Like, I imagine... I can imagine, yes, that being very painful. And that... It this does make me uncomfortable, too. And I don't yeah. have those yeah. parts. Like, but, I see... Um, I see, Yeah. like, I, I know why it's, I mean, it makes, it does make sense if it, if you think about it as, like, she's the one single person there with two couples, and then, like, quote, she gets hers, unfortunately, like, thanks to the demons, right? Evil and, demon magic. Yeah, and, like, I see that, and okay, you know, I see that, and I get it. Um, I just personally could probably do without it. It I makes guess. it painful. I, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Where and, everything else is not white. Well, it. Well, painful. it's just except for the ankle thing. Well, yeah. I. Ooh, yeah. That's cringy. That's um. But whenever I guess it's it's just for me. I'm like, there's any number of violent things you can do. Violent and like, f quote, fun things to do with like. I don't. I. I, would, I wouldn't say they thought this was fun. Yeah, well, no, in the second that's why one, I you said think quote. it's going to happen, but in the second, I meant, I meant they, fun they to watch. Yeah, I meant fun to watch. I meant like fun yeah. in terms of like effects, like the way it unfolds on the screen. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, I mean, I totally get it. I just, for me personally, I when I watch it, I sit there and I'm like, ah, uh, and then you know, I get over it. It's not like I skip yeah. it or anything. I just sit there and I'm like, ah. And then, and I mean, then I go on. It's supposed to be shocking and like <laughs> yeah. unnerving, you know. I think that's the point of it. I don't. I choose it. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it, that's what it is. I guess for me, the whole yeah, I guess I guess with me, like the number of times I've seen it, and like the movie is so fun to me. Like I'm here for a good time, and then there's like that one. Yeah, <laughs> like one, that one like moment nails on a chalk. That or... one moment where I'm not oh. having fun. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Which is you know, like I said, it is it is fine. It's just like that one moment where I'm like, damn it, here it is. I'm not gonna have fun for this one yeah. minute, and then I'm gonna go back to having fun. The ankle so. pencil thing does that for me because stuff with like yeah. the ankle and Achilles tendon, it's just like oh, and that one like you get a really good up close look at it, and it's like a really good. It's it's a really it's good. It's pretty effect, good. Really. Yeah, it's, it is it's pretty almost, good. It's flesh almost looks flawless, so that's why it's like, oh god, that would hurt so fucking bad. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. some good good effects there too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm. Um, but I, I guess this is this is where we get um, Ash as our final girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Secretly, and he, he even has guys. He even has a woman's name. His name is Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. I always wonder where, why that name was chosen for for him. Maybe because he's the final girl. Maybe, maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's because it we just, have. A I, final I was girl. just curious. You know, I, I would think I would probably set if I was to set down a thousand and three times and write a guy, make up a, a guy's name. I just don't. I, to me, I don't think Ashley would come to exactly. mind. Exactly. You know. Well, I mean, that's like Rebecca, the type you've of. Read the book. <laughs> about that in there? he doesn't he i do not believe he says anything about why they chose the name ashley um but i would have to double check i loaned i actually loaned someone a copy of that book and i haven't seen it in a while so i would have to track the book down first but Maybe i'm sure it's should... also a google search you know i'm sure you could just google it and see yeah. it somebody had to have said something there. about it well i mean it's it's a similar type of thing like when i was talking about with um alice sweet alice where i was like why do you choose dom and tom when you have the whole range of men, <laughs> right. men's names to choose from and you choose these two that are almost identical for exactly. these two male characters i don't know who knows why people pick the names they pick yeah maybe they just um, looked up a, had a name name book and just randomly <laughs> picked a page and put you know, their finger down yeah, or maybe they have a friend oh. named Ashley, and they're like, "All right, wouldn't it be funny if we named like Bruce Campbell after Ashley?" Maybe it's so, one of the maybe. producers' names. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, put my name in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't this a kind of a town finance thing, or like a local? Uh, they had to like they had to fundraise, fundraise the shit out of this. Yeah, I mean they had to. I think they had, I mean, they had to go and like convince people to give them loans. They had to do a bunch of pitches. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was like a whole thing where they couldn't believe that they were even able to collect the amount of money that, like the small amount of money <laughs> comparatively yeah, we're, for making give movies. Us, give us this movie we're going to make. We have a tree rape a woman. Well, yeah, like they, they <laughs> had to you. pitch it. <laughs> They had to pitch it and then be like, this is going to be fine. Give us your money. This is going to work. <laughs> and I mean, there's that whole thing where um, basically, I think uh, I think most probably like Evil Dead fans know about the Stephen King thing. Um, oh, about, Well, yeah, that's the thing is like they were I think they were kind of like struggling with getting audiences for the movie. Um, and. Like Stephen King watched it. Like I don't remember how it how he came across it or whatever, but 
he watched it and then i think in the like in a newspaper they like quoted him as saying like this is a fantastic i mean it's the one that's on the poster which oh, i have yeah. which i have in my room which i can't go look at right now but so um, the most ferociously original horror film of the year yeah there you go and basically <laughs> these guys saw that Stephen King said that, and they basically just begged him, can we put this quote on our yeah. poster? Because they knew that people, seeing that Stephen King said something really nice about it, they knew that it would get people to come see it. I didn't know that by heart. I actually have my poster hanging up in the room. So. I, I was going to say, <laughs> well, I thought maybe you like, pulled it up on your phone or something. No, I have my, my, my miniature poster that I got autographed that's hanging up. So. Oh, yeah. Word for... I wish that had worked for Frankenhooker there because on their poster it's Bill Murray being like, this is the best movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Somehow it didn't work for them, sadly. I love but, that movie. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like basically Stephen King helped them, helped, I guess, Evil Dead become the cult classic that it is today. Well, is it a cult classic? It is, right? Uh, yeah. You consider yes, it a cult yes, classic. Yes, yeah. Definitely. I guess because now it's just like to me, it's so popular. Yeah, that just... that was my thing. I was gonna say it's 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 a it's a very high up there cult classic. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a cult classic that was so. <laughs> it was like a cult classic that was such a cult classic that now it's kind of just a classic. It's almost outgrown that. Yeah, it's, that it's there's true, a yeah. problem I've noticed sometimes when I talk to people. It, it's kind of got a Mad Max syndrome too. A lot of times people think they saw the first one, but they actually saw right, the saw second the one. Second one, yes. Oh, I've seen the Road Warrior. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Mad well, Max is the first one. Well, no, you know, Evil Dead is the first one. Not Evil Dead Two. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you, know, you can't. You should know we that. can't get too deep. We can't <clears throat> get too deep into that because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because of, yeah, because of just how how much, just that whole drama, that whole drama with people get it confused because they basically start it as if it's the Evil Dead. They start yeah, Evil like... Dead too as if it's Evil Dead because somehow he like they lost some rights through some kind of weird snafu and. Sam felt like he basically had to remake part of it, but then change stuff in the remake. So people or people argue over like whether Evil Dead Two is a remake or a sequel, and it's like it's just what it is. Well, well, that's yeah. that's what we that's what we all end up saying, right? Is like Look, we're Scott and that other chick <laughs> and Cheryl. Well, well, with with like the I don't know, it's just like the Sam Raimi effect where it's just like he can do whatever he wants. Whatever. I mean, with this franchise, of course matter. you can do whatever. That's what I mean. I mean. Yeah, it's like he can do whatever he wants. There, there's the, it, there's so much silliness involved with it, like in a good way, of course. But well, yeah, I feel like want. that that's like such that's such a huge virtue of oh, of the Evil sure. Dead movies is like yeah. you can get so terribly silly, and it's yes. just tedious, and it gets old, but it just does not happen here. It's just, it's just like a magic combination of things where the silliness is just, it's like, give me more, please. Never stop. More it's blood, too, yeah. more screaming. Yeah. And I, I would say, too, more. I think maybe people feel that way because if I were to rank these, I would definitely rank them like two original, then you know, uh, 
Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness, yes. That's how yeah. I, like, I would. Like, the other day when I watched this, I couldn't help myself, and I just watched all three of them because <laughs> it's... Yeah. What? They're so good. I, 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 I can't really say which one is my favorite because it's it's like a different... There's a different mood you're going in for. I mean, this right. has got oh the my silliness. Gosh. Not too silly, and some of the silliness might be construed as non-intentional. Yeah. Okay. Actually, actually majority I, of it. But. I have to tell you guys a quick story in okay. what, that, that totally relates to this, I promise. Um, I Back in January, um, I was at a trivia night with my friends, and that's the same night that I met the guy who is now my boyfriend. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, that night, like sh very shortly it was like after trivia had wrapped up and he had like just started talking to us because he went to high school with a couple of guys who were on my trivia team so he floated over and i don't know what happened something happened where i started ranting about the evil dead trilogy like i don't i don't remember how it happened oh it, this was the question somehow we got to looking at the evil dead trilogy in the context of the fuck Mary kill game. And I went on this like tirade. I mean, I got way too, way too into <laughs> this debate. I was like yelling at like Charlie, the bartender, <laughs> like we were... almost get kicked out of the bar. Like, it was, it <laughs> Charlie's like actually, Charlie's actually, <laughs> Charlie's actually the one who I, who I lent, the Bruce Co the Bruce Campbell book too. So oh. that reminds me that I need to get it from him. But um but like um fairly fairly recently I found out from my now boyfriend that that tirade was actually like the moment he decided he really liked me. <laughs> <laughs> was cuz I was just like getting way too passionate about like which of the movies fit into which of the like I was I was yelling about I think what was happening was somebody I don't remember who it was but they were saying that they would kill Evil Dead One and oh. I was like that doesn't no. make any yeah no in what no. universe yeah it doesn't yeah any anyway I went on a whole I was just like yelling I was just yelling. <laughs> So uh, fortunately for me, even though that to me, it felt like I was being extremely unattractive. Um, some people, <laughs> some people, killing it. yeah, I was killing <laughs> yeah. it apparently. So I That's thought that funny. was kind of funny that I, that was like my first impression on this guy. So, so folks, if you ever you're look out and looking <laughs> for love, just go to your local bar and scream about evil. Scream this. about the evil. Dead. Until <laughs> someone, someone tells you they love yes because that person is the right one that person is the one for you <laughs> the one who is attracted to that fiasco whether it be I'm bruce campbell him. or any other person in the world yeah so there that's my that's my evil dead love story nice. can i think of another movie trilogy where they did a similar thing where they kind of lost the rights of the first movie and then the director's second movie was basically a remake is uh the mexico trilogy by robert rodriguez uh, yeah. did el mariachi yeah. independently which is like a pretty good like little like independent action adventure thing it's well, even a good one 
like the Friday the Thirteenth series has been through fucking litigation hell for its entire existence. Oh yeah, and it sucks that that kind of happens. But yeah, it's the whole independent filmmaking thing. It's a huge gamble. Yeah, um, for sure. Huge gamble, and you can obviously, as we've seen, especially in the horror genre you can have really awesome results but i mean you're not always gonna have the sam raimi success story yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that is a yeah that's a golden horseshoe right and there. also you know i always hear stories of like directors that they like completely like put everything on the line like invest everything they have and sometimes you end up hearing about them again one day <laughs> Most of the time. You don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That sucks. There's a whole, a... there's a really good documentary called American Movie. Mm. Did we watch that, Ricky? Yeah. These guys from Milwaukee. That, yeah. I love that movie so much. And yeah. those guys are so passionate about making their movies. But it's a whole process. And he's just like, man, I'm like running out of money. I don't have enough money to finish this movie. And then I decided to start making this movie. It's. Yeah, it's it looks like a pain in the ass. Huh. Then <laughs> I would I would especially say if you're really interested in that, then def definitely read this book. Definitely read Bruce Campbell's book because he really, really and super, super candidly gets into like all of the major issues and roadblocks and just like pure hell that goes into trying to get a movie independently made. Is that story about Sam Raimi riding his bicycle right into Bruce Campbell's face and breaking his jaw? Is that a true story or is that just some shit they tell everybody? Well, the thing is, there's just like there's so many accounts of injuries in that book that I couldn't even like <laughs> I couldn't even like tell them apart. I would have to go back and they would have to like index the injuries in that book because yeah, the the his famous scar didn't come from uh Sam didn't come from Sam Raimi, <laughs> no. Um I think that came when he was younger, but was it the first time time he ever used a whip and then he actually hit himself in the ch wait, that's <laughs> that's Indiana Jones, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh that's right. That is a that is a whole thing. I get the two confused sometimes. <laughs> it's easy um, to do. Easy to do. <laughs> I yes, they're the very, similar, uh, very film similar film presence. Bravado. <laughs> <laughs> Swagger. Yeah, I should say. Um, yeah, no, he... I think it was just like a childhood injury. Just like a playground accident or something. Mm. Where he got that huge scar. On. I mean, he, he fought with his brother all the time. I think he had two brothers. And yeah, he said that they just like they killed each other all the time. <laughs> so, I mean, he was talking about how it was like the wild, wild west when he was a kid. Um, like there were no rules for children, and like Briscoe County Junior. Kind of <laughs> yeah, and he does talk about Briscoe County Junior, which is which is also a fun. The whole book's fun. Whatever. I'm not going to keep going on about. Would it. you say Briscoe? Yeah. Okay, I said Frisco. I fucked. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> it's I'll think about burgers or something. <laughs> the I guess. Frisco County burger from Hardee. <laughs> Come yeah. on, Hardee's, bring it back. <laughs> Brisco. Like goddamn sourdough bread and a Swiss cheese, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have it. 
Gonna Brisco. Put your Bruce Campbell on <laughs> so, Well, yes. uh, we got any last comments on Evil Dead? Man, I I could sit here and probably talk about this movie all night long. Yeah, yeah. I won't. I won't. For it's just sake. one of those classic movies that. Well, we know, all could. I think we all up. could just sit down and. Yeah. In the yeah. vein of like Night of the Living Dead, like yeah. low budget horror movie that you can see the cracks in between, you know, mm-hmm. but it's got so much fucking heart and it shows well, it and it's, and it's especially... having a lot of fun. And especially looking, if you watch it now and you've seen a lot of horror since then, I mean, this is the kind of thing that was like a foundation setter. So if you watch a lot of horror, then movies like these, they're double fun because you can Mm -hmm. see where a bunch of stuff that you're familiar with and that you love that has come over many years since this came out, you can see all of that influence. And Teens, the woods, terrifying shit. There you go. Maybe <laughs> some what, boobies. There's just like, a, yeah, there's just some boobies a, in this. <laughs> just a few of several just things. Few. You don't yeah. care about horror. Just watch this for the boobies, guys. <laughs> there's a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. two. There's two, maybe Wait, four. Usually, they usually two show sets. up in sets, so yeah. Yeah. Two sets. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. If you watch the sequel, That's too, it. you get to see Bruce Campbell's nipples. Yeah. They also Great. come in sets as well. <laughs> All nipples come in sets. Well, Usually. one is show because his shirt the way it's ripped. You can see the one is the more than the other. Oh, okay. So maybe one so and you a only half. get to see one of his nipples. One and a half, maybe. <laughs> you might get to see both of them in the third movie, though. <laughs> you definitely do. You've seen the cover of that freaking. Oh yeah. I love that. I have that on a National Lampoon's Vacation cover, but like (laughs) really, really, really awesome. I have that on a t shirt and I always wear it to bars because for some reason bartenders are just like drawn to that shirt. And I always know that I have someone to talk to when I wear that shirt to like a bar or brewery. Because somebody, somebody is going to be like, Oh my God! And what? Hail the king, baby! It. Yeah, someone's gonna pull that oh, shit on me. Oh fucking okay, Doom guy wouldn't exist without him, or Duke Nukem, who yeah, totally, totally yeah. trying to rip off Ash. <laughs> yeah, this movie, no double barrel shotgun, no chainsaw no, arm. It's just that. this kid yeah. trying to fucking get by. <laughs> Survive the night, man. Yeah, yeah, just trying to fucking make it, night. and also yeah. sadly killing his sister and his and all of his friends and his yes. fiance or yes. girlfriend. The tone is different from the next two, but yeah. it's uh great. Not way too off far point. off. It's not way too far off. It just gets. <laughs> no. It's just kind of the seeds of what comes next. Yeah, and like yeah, it's, there's a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of movies that wouldn't exist without this this first one to. It's very true, yeah, so it's like... I'm sure they got the idea from, like, a German Expressionist movie or something like that, but <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> so I guess, I guess without saying, you know, we're, we're definitely all going to recommend this. You probably should have already seen it by now. I would Should have. have. Uh, you probably sure. have. If you're listening to a horror movie podcast, then you've seen this, so... Uh, just watch it again, then. It's yeah, watch it again. It's a refresher, so... Uh, watch, it, watch it with your loved ones. Yeah, yeah. Um... So as we usually do now, has anything interesting uh, appeared in your viewing habits as of late? 
I have forced Mindhunter on another person. Oh man, so. that's such a good. I'm so pissed they're not doing another one. Are they not? not no. I th- they're just not. That. Not after. They're just not. What? I know. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm so Why? upset. I have no idea, but yeah, they they pretty much said it's canceled indefinitely. The last I've heard. Uh, like, oh my Did one of the main movie. actors turn out to be a pedophile or something? Like, I have what happened? no idea, but man, I was pissed when I had... Did, did Kevin Spacey visit set? <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah, I know, that's a really good show. It? Man, I was sitting here like, ooh, I wonder when the next Mindhunter is going to come. Yeah, well, you're gonna I guess you're going to have to fanfic about it. Uh, I haven't fanfic in <laughs> a really long time. Maybe this will be my breaking point. This is a good time to... To return to form. Return yeah. to fanfic. Uh... I went back and rewatched uh, Shutter Island last night. That's a fun one. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Bad. Everybody was like, I saw what was going to happen a million miles away. I was like, but the execution's really <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, who to cares watch. when like it's cares. fun to watch? Yeah. I saw I watched... it a mile away too, whatever. Uh, and I know, I think you recommend I watched it too. The um, Fast of Night? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty good. I added that to my watch list. Yeah. It's so I, I couldn't stop. I was very interested the entire movie. And like, did you, okay, my favorite, one of my favorite bits though is that, that really long shot all the way through the town, all the way to the basketball of the game, and then all the way back to where those kids are. Yeah. I love that shot. Yeah. Apparently just... they did some really cool stuff to get that. I was a fan. I liked it. Um, nothing like groundbreaking, but it was definitely yeah, it, good. Yeah, it blew me away. But I was like, "This is it, I I enjoy this movie. As far this as, is good." You know, getting a random suggestion and, and watching it, uh, you know, yeah. definitely not bad. So I I guess we should suggest it to other people. So it's yeah. It was on what Netflix or it's Prime, I think Amazon Prime. Amazon. It's a Prime original. Yeah, that's yeah. where I saw it because it's popping up on my um. Like at the top, where it just kind of scrolls through recommendations. Yeah, yeah. At the very top, so I think it's kicking some ass on the views. Mm -hmm. Well, it's got oh yeah, it's got this is like a perfect straight to streaming movie. I it's got super good reviews. Um, it's good. Yeah, its meta score is up in the like mid eighties, which is really really good. It it did it kind of had a like a good episode of the X Files kind of like yeah I, I can see that without the FBI shit just like yeah. maybe it's somebody who's like when I was a kid this happened to me yeah. it's flashback <laughs> 1950s and then it's like a yeah oh it's only an hour and a half and it's, it did not kill my butt at all it was nice uh, and, it's, it's uh, a solid solid little movie to watch wasn't yeah. trying to go any over no filler stuff right. just kind of and it also, I just kind of love the atmosphere of the whole thing, too. It almost yeah. kind of like, eh, this really does have a feel like I'm watching the 1950s. I, I like that. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to try to good, fit that good in long this shots. Thank you. I think like that's it. all I've seen recently. Yes. Yeah, I think it's just been, I've been, it's been Mindhunter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are, are I just, you going through I, it like a second time? or? Yeah, I, well, I'm showing it to my boyfriend. He hadn't ah. seen it yet. So it's. Yeah, we're kind of binging that nice. right now. And last night we watched, um, we rewatched Silence of the Lambs, which, Ooh, yeah, which yeah. we had been like, it fit, like, it's exactly the same as Mindhunter, <laughs> basically. Much, yeah, it yeah. is. Like, I didn't, like, I kind like, I knew, but also as I was watching it, it struck me how, like, exactly like Mindhunter it is. 
Oh yeah. So well now great. now you need to watch Manhunter, which is the prequel to Silence of the Lambs. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's uh Anthony Hopkins was not the first man to play Hannibal Lecter. Brian Cox played him in and Ma- Ma- Manhunter. Yeah, man. which was, I, I had heard of it, but I've never seen. Yeah. It. It's so cool. It's um, um, directed by Michael Mann. That's a lot of man. Um, <laughs> and uh, it starred. You remember Grissom on Criminal Minds? Yeah, he plays the main character, Will Graham, who they remade Manhunter yeah. into yeah. Red Dragon yeah. later. And then right. there's um, okay. So, but I personally like. I mean, I like Red Dragon, but man, it's got our friend I Tom Noonan in it. Tom Noonan, he's the he's the Tooth Fairy in it. Oh my god! Stephen Lang, wow. Yeah, it's it's fucking cool. Uh, I definitely would recommend watching both that and Red Dragon just to so compare it. And they also I did definitely... the Red Dragon story in the Hannibal show. Yeah, I've definitely not seen... as good though. I've definitely seen Red Dragon. Yeah, same but... year I've seen Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think that I personally think I can't remember his name, but the actor who played Grissom on Criminal Minds. I know he's been in more things than that. He's in <laughs> The Live and Die in L.A. And but anyways, I think he's a better Will Graham than uh, Edward Norton because he just really seems like on the brink of losing his shit the whole time, and it's really, really uh, well acted. And Brian Cox has a very interesting take on Hannibal Lecter. Brian um, Cox. Hmm. Not to be confused with Dr. Brian Cox, but the actor Brian I Cox. I just, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I really like Brian Cox, so I, that's why I was sitting here going, oh, Brian Cox. He, uh, like, it's just, I'm just thinking about it. I'm just sitting here thinking about it. Just sitting here thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about it. Well, I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of him doing it. Okay. Hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, there's a mind hun- manhunter. That's manhunter. Manhunter. She's mind been watching Hunter. Mindhunter, and right. she's probably just watched Silence of the Lambs last yeah. night. I watched Silence of the Lambs last night, and yeah. if you haven't seen Mindhunter, just really quickly, just to recap, it's the story of basically the the small team of uh, FBI agents who basically like termed uh, coined the term serial killer. Yeah. And basically established it as like a behavioral sciences like branch. And the last I heard is that it's done indefinitely, but it could be wrong. <sighs> but I'm. It is such a shame. Fans have brought back things it. from the dead. I think right, they could still right. do it. I was not done with Mindhunter. Ugh. You guys can bring back Arrested Development, then you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring back Mindhunter. You can pull yourself together and bring yeah. back Mindhunter. <laughs> yeah get to type in twitter that's really that's really all i've got i think oh and uh charlie the guy who plays charles manson in mindhunter who's excellent uh mm-hmm. also played charles manson in tarantino's once upon a time in hollywood for one scene he was are in. you sure yep you're sure i thought for sure that they weren't the same person pretty sure he doesn't have a nine okay you're making me doubt myself but i'm 95 I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that you're wrong. I am. Oh, did you look it up? Uh, I am right now. Okay. Oh, you're just making. We're casting bets. Well, I just, I've seen the face of the guy who plays, um, 
plays Manson in Tarantino's. I've seen like I'm I've seen his face a lot. But in Mindhunter, he has so, a big old bushy beard. Yeah, but I don't think he's prison it, version of Charles Manson. I don't think it's the same. I don't want to like hold you guys on here while I'm looking for it. But <laughs> I want to know. The, in the meantime, I did find some updated information. I was corrected. Netflix did come out and say that it is on hold indefinitely because they said David Fincher is focused on directing his first Netflix film. He said he said oh, he shit, may. Yeah. He may revisit Mindhunter again in the future, but in the meantime, felt it was unfair. It felt that it wasn't fair to the actors to hold them from seeking other work. Okay. So he's like, "You guys go do your own shit. Maybe, Maybe we'll, we'll come back guy. later." Yeah. Well, I'm definitely excited for David Fincher to direct his own film, so that's cool. Was he directing every episode of Mindhunter, or just I don't think heavily he was involved? Doing it every episode. I don't no, think he so. wasn't. He was just like definitely got producing. his tone and vibe of that show yeah he had it he definitely directed a few and he had his hand in it but he was yeah it's not like his show yeah well, it's some guy named joe pinhall's show well why creator. not why not just let joe pinhall keep the light going and i mean like david lynch did that with twin peaks in the second season the season with downhill a lot when he left to go direct his own shit or whatever but and he came back in later and he brought it back <laughs> up and it was at a great finale and shit they can do the show without David Fincher I mean, I mean like you've got a set thing to it he's not the only glue holding the thing together just keep ripping off his style and let Joe Joe the Joe guy you just mentioned. <laughs> Joe, Joe Penhall. Joe Penhall keep pinning the scripts. <laughs> and uh, there you yeah. go. You've yeah, got a so, show. So we'll and let see. David Fitcher do his own We show. don't know what quite will happen with it, of course. But, you know, that that's just the information. So, yeah. Anybody got it just kind of seems like a bullshit like, uh, reason. Else they want to add to it? To, uh... Luke, you're right. Huh? Oh, it's thank just that God. He has a huge beard. I, I didn't recognize him. I'm telling you, there's a thing. Ricky knows about this too. We've experienced this in real life. There's a thing called beard blindness. Yes. Okay. I definitely yeah. had beard blindness. They thought on that one. We worked at a hotel together. We One of us would go in the back and the other would be at the front uh, helping the customer. We'd switch places. They would, they would never know. know the difference. We, me and Ricky are completely <laughs> different, different heights. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. And then wild. one time I remember Ricky walked out and he was like, God damn, there's two of you. <laughs> <laughs> you brothers. Yeah, that's the Luke. one we got all the time. Was, Are you guys brothers? No. Luke, I got to say, like, kudos to beating me on that and like sticking to your guns because I'm usually really, really like I have a really good eye for actors. And so, yeah, I don't that doesn't usually happen to me. Congratulations. You beat like, me. <laughs> I, I wondered the same thing too when I wa finally watched My Hunter. I was like, those guys don't look anything alike. Same they fucking don't. guy. It's it's weird. I because one's beard, Crazy. one not beard. Yeah, so I, 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 I see where you're coming from. Wow. But it's a real thing. Yeah. I sure. think yeah. facial recognition things in the future are gonna have a lot of trouble <laughs> with guys with beards. Because <laughs> humans do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nope. There you go. 
So anything else you guys want to toss out? No, I yelled. I yelled about Evil Dead, and I yelled about Mind Hunter, and I'm yelled out for tonight. So. <laughs> and we'll yell about Evil Dead too in an Army of Darkness. Maybe the someday. remake. Maybe the series. Someday. Who knows? One day. One someday. day, maybe. We've got a lot to do. Right. Oh wait, we should say what we're doing next time. What are for we doing Luke's, next time? Luke's actual birthday pick. All right, I went. Didn't back you want to do? Forth. Didn't you want to do Frighteners, Luke? Yeah, I went back and forth a few times. And I just realized, so yeah, I want to do Frighteners. Let's do another Peter Jackson horror movie. Kind of. I do love Peter part. Jackson. Yeah. Okay. I also, yeah. I went and saw um, Back to the Future, the drive-in last weekend. So you nice. just need some Michael J. Fox in your life. Yeah, I was just like, God damn, I love Michael J. Fox. He's so great. <laughs> it's like, what? And that, that was, yeah, and that's. Oh, then let's talk course. about Teen Wolf. No, Ricky already made that joke, and I was like, "Yeah, no. let's not." Oh yeah, he was about like, "Oh, oh, popular uh, for your uh, Michael J. movies," and you're like, Team "For Wolf. your Michael J. Fox <laughs> fix, yeah, no, thank you." How come he never? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's we're, not. We're not doing an episode on Teen Wolf. So we're not doing Teen unless, Wolf don't. unless we want yeah. to to make any more recommendations. No, come on, Frighteners. Frighteners. Oh. We're not going to serve you anymore oh. at this bar, Luke. Oh, and Back to the Future. Everybody's had watch. enough for the That's day. More awkward now. <laughs> when you watch it. There you go. Watch Frighteners, and we'll see you next time. Yes. yes. Klaatu Barada Nikto. Yes. Attaboy. boy. <laughs> <laughs>